everybody, and welcome back to the Academy Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition and D20 Modern Actual Play Podcast. I am your host, Riku, and Dungeon Master here for this game. You can find me on social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku. All depends on the app that you use. Feel free to pick one. You'll find me. And you can find me here on various other Five Tribe shows. But today we are here to play the Academy, our group of adventurers who tend to get a little... I don't know what the right word is, but... Trigger happy? Yeah, trigger happy, paranoid, I don't know. But it's always a good time and a good chaotic time with these folks. So let's introduce them to you here and now. So let's start off with Mike. Hello, everyone. This is Mikey, the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions over here. You can follow me on the social medias at Pop Culture Geek and also at Vibe Tribe Productions. I'm really excited to be on the player's side tonight, and I always have a good time when I get to play Ramon Oseguera, your Path of the Totem Barbarian. So, yeah, we got a lot of things to cover tonight. We got this. I believe in us. Maybe. All right. And next up, we have Minnie. Hi. I'm Minnie. I don't know what to say every time I do this, but catch me up on all the socials. MiniMaster218. I'm also on the Vibe Tribe. Other things. Yeah. I'm scared. Sorry. Yeah. And again, this is why you don't give DM control of your character. All right. And next up, we have Sutfin. Good evening, everybody. It's Sutton. Kind of long like me. Uh, grossly unprepared to for an intro tonight. And Wallace, techno, figuring stuff out. Catch me Cosmos Prefect on the socials. And let's have some fun. And fun we shall have. And next up, we have Josh. Hello, hello, everyone. It is I, Josh. You also may know me as MG Preacher here on Vibe Tribe. I'm not feeling 100%, so I'm going to keep my introduction short. I am playing the party's Dwarf Ranger, Thorgmir Zeinhorn. My character will not be complete without his lovable canine companion, Leonard. And up next, we have Dylan. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Sixes. He's back and better than ever. Back from the UK, back from a little time away. Happy to be here. You can find me on social media at Roll Sixes, Twitter, Instagram. That sounds about right. And uh, tonight I'll be playing your favorite and my favorite gunslinger, Wyatt Luckbringer the Second. Let's go. Wonderful. I'm still so jealous you got to go to UK. It's been way too long since I've, since I've since high school since I've gotten to go out there. Ah, but glad to have you back. And finally, we have Dakota. Hey, I am Dakota or Shiro, whichever. You can find me in Shirosuke on Discord. I'm playing Alex Argenti, a shifter druid thing here tonight. You can also find me on Gods of Warlay Phase 2 on Mondays, as well as on Call of the Deep. Awesome, awesome. And the one person that's currently missing is Adolfo, a lovely necromancer gnome, who is currently in dad mode. For those of you who don't know, he just recently gave birth to his to a new child. His third child. Uh, congratulations to him. He's deep into dad mode, so he'll be joining us back once things have calmed down. But that is awesome, and we wish him all the best. All right. To recap from last episode, after getting yelled at for being a little bit too trigger happy and to investigate a little more rather than rather than fight right away, you find out that wow, my brain just 
emptied out. You realize that the IP address from when you originally got your first phone communication seemed to go to this address in an apartment building nearby. After heading up there, you find you all found out that the apartment belonged to Maru Nightmare, our motorcycle-loving, machinery-loving woman who seemed to not know what the heck you're talking about. Even after Edgar took an overnight time looking at the computer, her computer to see of any trace, he did discover something, but it looks like there's nothing related to the sleeping samurai on that computer. The next morning, the team decided, went, picked up the USB drive from Nina, but also gave her a quick warning because it appears that apartment building seems to be the sleeping samurai's next target, which seems to be the target if our team cannot figure out who they are in time. Maru was not there, so she couldn't be warned, but XC will be watching over Nina to make sure that she, uh, she is safe. The team then split up with one team checking. Remind me again, where did one team, the team that didn't go to the mall do again? So the team that didn't go to the mall, we ended up checking in with Nina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, Nina told us that the drive was done. (laughs) We told Nina as well as our, our other friend to not stay there tonight and to come to the hotel. I think we said we'd go pick them up, too. Yeah. And then the other side decided to go to, to back to the weapons shop to talk to Kaya, who is the owner of the shop, who, when they arrived at her shop, it seemed to be like a Black Friday sale going on. And as they were walking through, it appears that there was an attempted robbery on Thorgmir and Rashmi. And after chasing the guy down, he seemed to have collapsed. And basically cracking open a cyanide pill. Why this is, we don't know. But as the ambulance arrives and takes him away to figure out what happened, that's where we open up today. So, you are all standing outside of the diner, actually. Right after this is all went down, the ambulance has come and gone and taken the body away. I will say, yes, Callum, decided to go with the ambulance to do more investigation on who this person is and said that he'd get back to you by tonight of what he's able to find out. But as the ambulance speeds out of the way, what are y'all up to? It is the afternoon. So what do you guys want to do with our our afternoon here? I just want to relay the information that we gathered while we're at the mall place because we haven't had a chance to do that yet. So we're all on the same page. I know we talked about it last week that there's a good chance that it's a very popular wrist guard that they wear, that they sell, that the same one of the people in the picture were wearing. But it's also the one she wears personally, and she's the one that had the green sword stolen. So there's a good chance that it could be her, because she's also is a sword practitioner. Fair. Essentially, just to, to catch Dylan up, in the picture that you see, saw on the newspaper this morning, there were three of the samurai there now, instead of the four. And you notice that one is wearing a gold chain necklace. One is wearing a arm guard, like a arm, a sword arm guard. And one is wearing very bright white shoes. So that's where this lead came from. Fair enough. Where has Wyatt been? Has he? Wh- which group was he tagging along with or was he doing something else? 
Wyatt, I will say, was tagging along with the group that went to go see Nina. So oh, he's sounds- learning about this information with everybody. Sounds good. So would it take a whole time slot if we went to investigate, like just plug the USB we got into a computer right now? Depends on what you find. Oh, shit. So I think those are our two options right now. Like the big options are to go investigate the mafia headquarters I found or check out this USB. Yeah, Edgar has a feeling he wants to check out. There's something about that image that just isn't setting well with me. If you guys need me to go with you to uh, invest or to chat with the mafia, we'll kind of like to just check out the drive and poke around and see what I can find out. So, do we? I'm going against my better judgment here, but. Does it sound like, once again, we want to divide and conquer? <laughs> oh, it's a reminder that USB drive isn't really a USB drive. It's a key. Oh. Remember, uh, it's a key to get into that Oh, door. yeah, that convenience store. Yeah. Oh. It just needed to be repaired with the data on it so it could actually open the door. That's right. I'd forgotten that thing. I guess the... Yeah, I have a question. The the picture of the white shoes, are they like white sneakers or more like designer shoes? Sneakers. Okay, that confirms my suspicion then. Because uh, Thorgmir has had to transport, in his career, had to transport both suspects and even inmates to hospitals for various medical treatments. And every hospital he's gone to, medical staff always wore white sneakers. So this is just nipping at the back of his mind that maybe this person in the picture that's wearing these white shoes might be a member of medical staff. And also we need to remember that this is the door that we had quite a bit of issue with a few, few, that is true. few episodes ago. So I guess the question is, do we want to go and check out this store during the day while we like probably don't have to sneak around too much? And then go check out the Mafia at night when there's likely less people there? I'll go for that. Or do we want to do it the other way, where we go into the store in the dead of night and we go maybe talk to the Mafia about this today? And we do a less, like, sneaky and more of a talky thing. Part of me thinks the cop might get us further along. Well, hmm. Yeah, Ramon, what do you think? So here's my thinking. So here's Ramon's thinking. I think, I mean, there's two ways to go about this. I like the idea of going seeing the mafiosos during the day, but in the sense of maybe do some reconnaissance to scout out the building, get a lay of the land, and then come back later at night if need be. But I'm also okay with just infiltrating in the dead of night under the cover of darkness as well to get in. I don't know. As a reminder, the Mafia is technically expecting you at some point. Oh, that's they right. We got an invitation from them. Let's just, let's, let's just do a daylight thing since we have an invite. I'm cool with that. Does anyone have any opposing ideas against it? I'm down. All in favor, say aye. <laughs> aye. <laughs> Even Leonidas raises his paw. Yes. Cool. So that's right, to the mafia. Yeah, it sounds like y'all are headed over to the mafia. 
from the convenience store, the the entrance to Chinatown is very close by. So y- y'all walk up Chinatown. It is pretty busy area. Street vendors all over the place. And Alex, you uh, scouted out earlier, so you know more of the way to go to get to where they're at. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're leading them? Yep. Cool. So they lead, they lead you, you get led down about halfway down the street. You make a right at that first that you can make. And on the left, there is a door. The door has a, looks very, it looks like it's the side of a storefront that'll say employees only or do not enter. You do see a small, almost like card reader size opening right above the door handle. But, Alex, you know for sure this is the door that you saw that one mafioso walk into. Dope. We have arrived. You're standing at the door. What do you guys want to do? And technically, we have the invitation, so I guess we could just knock. We could just knock. Ramon just, Ramon goes, that, that, yeah. knocking on the door. <laughs> you knock on the door. You don't hear anyone from the other side, but... From doing that, you do hear the the car. What looks like a card reader uh, beep a couple times after you've knocked and light up a little bit. Looks at the invitation and puts it on top of the card reader. You're putting it into it. Oh, into it. Sorry. Yes. Uh, the card reader basically pulls it in like it's pulling money into a vending machine. You hear a click, and the door begins to swing open. Oh, it was easy. We're here, so might as well just keep it going. Ramon, uh, yep, inside we go. So you're heading upstairs, up the stairs. It's a long staircase. And as you're walking up, you're hearing like club music. As you're getting closer to up, you hear folks chatting and talking loudly. And as you walk up, you enter into this large almost lounge area. There is a several seats set up, several couches, giant wall-sized TV. In the back bar, there is a bar, and there's a few folks around in business suits, having drinks, playing pool. You see a couple ladies that are very flirtatious and hanging out with everybody. And on the main couch in the back, you see this one man who is, has, oh God, where is his picture? Give me one second. (laughs) He has this, what looks like a very expensive fur-lined coat on. Opened up, no shirt, tattooed up and down himself. Sunglasses still on, with a cigar in his mouth, with two nicely dressed women draped on either arm as, as he's just sitting there, chatting with them. Is he wearing a gold chain? Yes, he is wearing a gold chain. He's wearing three gold chains, actually. So you see, you see all of this, and as you enter the room, do you say anything or how it's a pretty loud place folks are really into whatever they're doing so you're not noticed right away this place is snazzy 
it is pretty snazzy. That's true. You hear from the main guy in the back, like, without even looking at you, he goes, Yeah, well, this is what you get for controlling the city. About time y'all showed up. I gave you that I gave you that invitation, what, a couple days ago? It's been a busy couple of days. Huh. Please gave me a couple of days to come down here and just relax until y'all showed up. Come on in, take a seat. And he motions towards the couch, the other couch on opposite of him. Care for a drink? We have I, a fully stocked bar. Whiskey. He just with a snap just snaps twice at the person behind the bar who immediately gets to work. Anyone else? I'm good. Thank you, though. Why it's if it's fully stocked, then I'll have a Lagavulin 16 with three drops of water. He shouts out to the bartender, and you see the bartender, like middle of making one drink, just throws his hand up with a thumbs up, continues going back to making his drink. So, I heard you all are looking for some information. You come from a. You come recommended from a, I guess you could call friend of mine. How can I help you? Okay. Well, you want me? We can just be straight up, right? I think so. We're we trying to like sugarcoat stuff. No, uh, I let's think, just be. Let's. I think we can be straight. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speak for yourself. So. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Green samurai. What do you know? Green. I don't remember. I never forget their name all the time. The sleeping samurai. Those fuckers. I thought Green's. I was thinking about the sword. Sleeping samurai. <laughs> the second time I think I've called him that. This entire conversation is in canon, by the way. He takes a deep breath at that and goes, "Yeah, you and everyone else wants to know more about him. It made business really tough around here. It stole one of." Our best treasures that we've gotten. So, I'm right here, baby. God damn it! Oh my gosh! Oh, I've missed this. So you want to join it? You want to join our family? I'm too. I'm too. I'm too expensive. But anyway, continue. I apologize. It's just too expensive. I just. I've just missed my friends so much as I've been quietly tagging along. Aww. Aww. (laughs) Fair. Oh, I've missed this so much. <laughs> so at the mention of the greatest treasure being missing, would it happen to be a, a green sword of any kind? Beautiful, ornate jade sword. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was linked to a murder. Yep. And of course, I got the police coming at me at all times trying to figure out because they know I have the, I had the sword. Kaya did sell it to me, but we've proved time and time again, we do not have the sword anymore. One of their fuckers killed one of one of my men and took it. So can I you, don't know where the hell that sword is. Can you tell us more about that? How was he killed? What was he doing? He was killed in transit, actually, from the transaction. After leaving the office. He and his partner were walking the back roads 
from the mall back to here. One of the, his partner ended up being the one that gave you the invitation. So the other began walking back here on his own. Come to find out, he ended up not making it home. Body was thrown into a dumpster. And that's where we found him without the sword on him. Poor guy. Mm. But hey, that's why you send the fresh meat to do dangerous work, right? How? How many people knew about that deal that was going down? It seems odd that he just got jumped as soon as he picked up the blade. Me neither. I don't... I... Only folks that knew about it were Akaya and our family. And I guess the police, because we have to register weapons, regardless of where they came, where they came from. Sure, there's some illegal stuff out there, but Kaya doesn't play like that. So, the sword is currently registered under my name. So it could really be anyone. I don't really know who else could have known. Can I roll insight to see how truthful he's been so far, just out of curiosity? Sure. Go for it. Oh, that's pretty good. 18 on the die for a 25. This guy's been good to me, dude. You could tell he's holding something back, but he's not lying. Gee. Like, he's telling you the truth, but not the whole truth. So you would consider the sleeping samurai a problem? Oh, yeah. 100%. And you know what we're, why we're asking these questions, right? Find, you're helping Kaya find the sword? We're trying to solve the problem. So y'all got a death wish, huh? You could say that. You can ask Brick about that. Brick, he killed himself, okay? Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. We've been there making was... a lot of inquiries around town. That... You mean that goon actually... Huh. Let's go into the bag and pull out his leg. He kind of... He laughs. And he goes, Talk about a trophy. Huh. Listen. I don't know what you did to... Get... This. But if... Well, we didn't do anything. He blew himself up. Sure you didn't. I've known that kid since... God, I don't even know how long. There's no way he would have d taken his own life for something so petty. He would have fought to the end. Whatever y'all did to get him to, to take his life, maybe y'all do stand a chance. We've got a special set of skills. You should tell that to the principal. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, give away. Principal? <laughs> Yeah, you know how it is. Like when I, when you're when the teachers are mad at you. He has trauma from school still. Clearly, I didn't even graduate. And if he doesn't inside check, that is true. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. The other I, thing I can't is this image of who we're talking to, Christopher. <laughs> oh yeah, I posted a picture in commentary chat of what he looks like. Let's see. Hold on. He's literally Don Flamenco <laughs> from One Piece. This fucking dude. <laughs> If y'all are... I wish I knew more, but... Does Kaya... I bet I know why Kaya sent it here. I bet she thinks that I still have it. And I actually had something to do with that murder. 
We only know the sword was involved because we found pieces of it in it. Yep. So it's a good chance the sword's broken. <laughs> oh, that sword's not broken. It it's a special type of sword, so it wait. What do you shed? mean it's special? So it's not broken? <laughs> no. When you say shed, you mean like a snake? Repairing sword. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a life drinker. Shit. This is that sword from fucking Naruto. Exactly. So that's <laughs> executioner's. Blade. I can do something with that. Oh, uh, out of character. Yeah, I have locate object. Okay. So if we can go get some, look at those shards again, we might be able to locate object around town for the sword. Out of character, but that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. If you can get the evidence. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. In character. So there's nothing else that you can tell us about the sleeping samurai or this robbery that happened? I feel like there's a little bit more to the story. I feel like there's gotta be. I told you everything you asked for. What else do you want? That drink, man. How long is that bar t- pen- bartender gonna take? He's, That's he's like a- you're already <laughs> drunk, damn. He's delivered it in the middle of the conversation. At oh, that. oh, fair enough. Sorry, I just thought it Sorry. was funny. Really, what it... Really, the question is, is what can we do for you since you were so forthcoming? Play a dangerous game. Win dangerous prizes. Indeed. All right. You know what? Tell you what. I do have a couple ideas. And actually, I do have some more information. But as a price, I... Don't know what that is quite yet. I gotta think of something. But be sure to know that I'll make sure to collect when it comes time. But if you are interested in this, I'm willing to give you a little more. I don't know if it's relevant, but who knows? Wyatt looks over at... Ramon and goes, raises his eyebrow. What do you think, moral compass of the group? Actually, now that we're in, this is interesting because Ramon is still kind of about everything that went down with Brick. But for now, he's putting his personal feelings aside. And kind of, so look, seeing the eyebrow raise from Wyatt, Ramon just shakes his head and is just. Apparently, we're not interested in that. Thank you, though. I am. Um... So do you just, some of you want to know and others not, then? Don't get me I, wrong, Ramon wants to know, but he doesn't like the so, prospect of being pimped out to the Mafia. <laughs> I will say, we're fucking, first time. we're fucking desperate right now. We got, like, tomorrow. We got tonight <laughs> and tomorrow. That's what we got. No, fine. <laughs> Inquiring mom. They seem like upstanding citizens. Fine. Ramon just lets out a big shrug, a big sigh. All right. I'll, I'll say the upstanding citizen thing in character, too. Fine. Ramon looks over to Mr. Don Flamenco looking ass dude over here. And it's like, all right, what information do you have before us? So I know the identity of the person who was killed in that convenience store. That was our member who retrieved the sword. Okay. He decided to take a step to take a detour to that convenience store, buy a couple snacks, 
And all I can assume is that he got jumped, killed with his own sword. Was his partner with him? No. Partner had to split off to go take care of some other business. So, unfortunately, he was on his own. Dumbass. This is why you always stay with the buddy system. We wouldn't be able to talk to him, would we? He's not around right now. In fact, oddly enough, I haven't seen him since I sent him to deliver that invitation to you guys. Does he wear a gold chain? No, he does not. Does he wear white shoes? No, he does not. Fuck. There goes all my, there goes yeah, all my could, shit. We could help you out and maybe uh, check his home address for you. Hmm. We do breaking into people's houses. At least I do. So you're... You see on his face, he's a little apprehensive to do that. He's very protective of his family. So he's not going to give that kind of information so willy-nilly. So he goes... He just shakes his head and goes, That I can't do. If you find any clues about his whereabouts, by all means. What's his name? Carlos. Carlos de Leon. Somebody write that down. On it. Carlos de Leon. Thanks, uh, note takers. Hey, Chris, yep. out of character, do we know if there's a registry of where people live in this fucking town that you could find online if you were into technology and finding things maybe on the extra legal side or who's in the federal government and wink nudge nudge know what i'm saying yes i suppose you can cool thank you because yeah so if you could find him i would love to learn more about what happened that we'll we'll see what we can do i got some i some i was there you said you knew break his entire life before he blew himself up, he says something, I, something he could have heard before the fight. I don't know where. He says something about, I'm not letting the Ripper Doc get me, and then he blew himself up. Do you know what that means? Yep. I'm, that is probably why the body's missing. He makes oh. money off of black market body parts, cybernetic enhancements. You ever see, oh man, this is classic movie. Repo, the genetic opera. Oh, favorite of mine. Paris Hilton? Yes. Yes. I still go see, I still go to the classic museum to see her cryogenic body every once in a while. It's a beautiful <laughs> statue that they put her in. <laughs> Just plastered around the memorabilia, and that's hot. All of her plastic is keeping her preserved. <laughs> God damn. N never did I imagine my D&D game would include Paris Hilton. You experience something new every time. Fuck. <laughs> but things like that. Of course, a fresh dead body is a fucking jackpot. He Why was he so scared of him then? Probably owes something. <laughs> Probably owes something for that leg. Wouldn't be surprised if he got that done by him. Ripper Docs, in my experience, in the bounty hunting trade, are known as a person who can fix you up or put some kind of cybernetic in you. and uh, But it's never legal, or rarely legal, and most of them are hacks. Most of them are hacks, but this one makes bank. 
from what I've heard, and from what some people have told me, as he looks over at the president, the bartender, who turns around and you could see that his eye, both of his eyes are actually cybernetic eyes. He's an expert at his craft. Seems like it. Definitely. He's also who made my lovely ladies here some fantastic soldiers for me as well. As you, as he says that, you see as her, their hands are on his back, they bring their hands to their front, and that coming up from their nails are razor blades. Like, full-on, long, sur- like, razor blades and syringes. Looking at everything, seeing that all apparently this is a lot of Ripper Docs work, d- none of this seems surprising to me at all, that, of something that it's new. Like, this is all seems fairly normal Ripper Doc. You're, you, you've seen a lot of the Ripper Docs work. This is not new to you. What's new to you is seeing so much in one place. You'll see, like, a lot of the cybernetic work every once in a while here and there, and you're his signature. But to see literally three people and one more that you owned a leg of in one city, all with his enhancements, is... That's the rare part. expect. Yeah. So you're not surprised, but... I guess it would be more intrigued by hmm. the fact that there's a lot. How long have you guys been working with him? Oh, me? I won't touch the shit. I think Layla here, no, sorry, Lisa here, got hers done, what, six years ago? And Ilya, I think about ten. Those must be some killer back scratches. Do I recognize one of the girls of possibly helping him with some of these? Because 10 years ago sounds about a good time frame of when I was still working with him. 10 to 6 years ago. Go ahead and make a history check for me. Oh shit, we're diving into some backstory territory. Oh shit, where's my... There it is. D&D Beyond. Oh, my history is not very good. We'll rock with it. It's a 13. There is a familiarity with her. With the 10? Yeah. yeah. You can't exactly place why. I'm going to... I'm curious now, because, like, this shit always... I've seen it around, especially a lot here. So, like, I'm surprised to see this much of it. Can I see... I'm going to go up to her, Ilya. Can I, can I see those nails? Those look cool. Can I see those? I'm going to try to figure out why the fuck I know her. As Ilya gives you a bit of a sly smile and puts her hand out, like, as daintily as possible with these long razors on her fingers go ahead what's your passive perception i'm curious oh not very high 12 12 okay okay go ahead and roll a standard perception check perception another 13 13 and i'm gonna have you roll history go ahead and roll history one more time but roll it with advantage this time actually and i'll tell you why all of this in a bit Oh, that is cock. That is not a seven, you stupid app. It's cock between, but it puts it on the seven when the 17 is more visible. Can I roll that one again? Because it's cocked on my screen. But it's like, I'm using the app. It's the app. Fuck. It's a nine. All right. So, 
you could tell that this is definitely the Ripper Doc's work. You could tell that he's, you could see the way the incisions, the scarring, the minimal scarring, I should say. It's beautiful work. You still can't place why it feels familiar. Even with your peripheral vision, you could see right by her stomach, there's a larger scar. That scar is just nagging at your brain that you should know something about this. But nothing comes to mind. This might be rude, and I apologize for asking. I just, I have some medical experience in the past, and how did, was that also him, or did you get hurt? What was? Oh, (laughs) this one. No, this was actually a transplant I got from another doctor. The Ripper doc was training somebody new. What was the doctor's name? Do you remember? You know, he never told me his name. Question, did you used to go by any aliases back then? Oh, rather fuck than just... yeah. Okay. Especially about working under the Ripper Doc. Okay. Probably something stupid like Steve, <laughs> knowing Rashby. It was probably some like, generic white guy name. It was like Dr. Sanders or something like that. Is it starting to click in my head now? Go ahead and roll the history again, and I'm going to tell you again, advantage, and this time, go ahead, plus five to it. But you're getting closer and closer. (laughs) I'm asking the right questions. The dice don't want to agree with me. We're making a breakthrough. You're too drunk. (laughs) Natural 20! There you go, there you go. 27 total. Yes. Her saying Dr. Sanders clicks it in your mind. Finally. Oh, that was me that did that? It was 10 years ago. This was when you were first really starting out in your quote-unquote business he was actually teaching you how to do a kidney transplant he taught you very well with how to do it this it's become routine at that point the problem you've always had was the initial incisions which is why the scar is so visible unlike the ripper docs you remember this Because the Ripper Doc had an accident with somebody that caused their death. And he needed to essentially get rid of everything, but he wasn't going to let money go down the drain, of course. So he got you to perform the surgeries so that his hands weren't on it and can't be traced back to him. In case, say, this person died, and... Family sued or something like that. Yeah, and they could get... And they, it could get tracked back to him. You were a bit of a pawn. And in some way, you knew it. Yet, in some had, way, you were still willing to go along with it. I needed the money, man. I was broke. <laughs> and when, you, when you've heard him, when this mob boss... By the way, at some point, he introduces himself. His name is Blackjack. He goes by Blackjack. At some point, Blackjack tells you, when he starts explaining that he makes bank, he's the best in the business. You, he, you know that there are mile-long, almost weightless, if you get a chance to get in contact with him to get a procedure done. But you also know they better be willing to pay. I'm going to look at her and go, 
I, I'm sorry. My handiwork clearly is not as good as his. That was mine. She kind of looks at you and Dudley because, wait, huh? You could see that she's almost, her brain is almost not putting two and two together for some reason. There's something blocking it. You recall back to when this happened. After everything was done, before she left, a modified memory spell was used on her to try to help forget who you are. Which is why there's something breaking, because you are the person who did this surgery. But she but doesn't her, remember. She doesn't remember. It was and 10 years ago. It was a long time ago. I looked different back then. I've had a lot more alcohol since then. Sounds like my kind of man. You see, when she se- sees this, Blackjack goes, easy, honey. Now, is there anything else I can help you with? I'm going to say right now, off the bat, anyone can make a perception check right now on him. Girls. Because I know <laughs> one of you asked about the gold chain on his neck. All right. Eh. Let's go, big old four. How's a dirty 20? Okay. 22. 22. Hey. Why is drinking his drink? 16. 16. 11. 11. All right. So as Rashmi, Blackjack, and Ilya are going back and forth about the surgeries and such, Ramon and Alex, you're back and looking at this. You could tell he is wearing three gold chains. What you can tell is that one of the chains is very similar to the one in the picture. His build and what he looks like, as in terms of body build, also is very similar to the one in that picture. So it is close. Out, Just, of, out of curiosity, where'd you get your chains? Oh, <laughs> really quick, out of character, do we know that the pictures have been photoshopped yet? Has that been told to us yet? No! That has okay. not been told to you. That's, oh, it's audience, like, that reveal! <laughs> no, that's not true. Sutfin, or I'm sorry, Edgar did say that he felt iffy about it and wanted to look more into them while we were outside the hotel. Oh, he did. Yeah. So, so okay. we don't. So we know, do know they're a little fucky. Yeah, we know at least that Edgar thinks they might be. I don't want to say something. He knows, I did, he I, knows I did at anyway. least he knows at least the first one is. Yeah. Okay. You haven't investigated the second one yet. Okay. Thank you. He looks at his gold chains and he goes, "These trophies, trophies of how I got to where I am today." The ranks I had to climb, the clans I needed to push out, always remember where I came from. What do you think it would take for a a group like the Sleeping Samurai to be able to do so much in the city with nobody knowing anything about them? Smart. Really smart. Hell, I'd even say right now, screw it, right now they're being sloppy. Those pictures... That are in the newspapers? Those never happened before. All we've ever seen of the Sleeping Samurai is that spray-painted insignia next to a dead body. There was never any video footage. No pictures, no eyewitnesses. Suddenly a dead body would just show up. But now we even have pictures that captured them 
either they're being very sloppy or something's going on. It's got a lot of people freaked out because if they're coming, if they're that dangerous in silence, somehow keeping their identities secret this entire time, the amount of damage he can do out in the open is just horrifying. Which is why I'm glad I'm here in my own place with uh, plenty of ways to keep myself safe from them. Does this uh, family of yours have a name? Good question. You know what? I actually never actually thought of a thought of an actual name. For so them. what you're te- so what you're telling us is that players we get to decide this now. <laughs> Collaborative storytelling at its finest. If y'all want to name them, sure. Like the main lead is named it's, Blackjack. At least a nickname I, is Blackjack. I, I think it should be uh, since he's got two girls protecting him, and his name's Blackjack. It should be uh, two, two hearts and an ace. I don't know. Or maybe something to do with like the with cards. That's yeah. That's what I was thinking as well. I was googling. Let's uh, see. It could be Dead Man's Hand. It could be Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Queen's Gambit. Royal Flush. I think Queen's Gambit is what it is. Okay, cool. I like that. The Queen's Gambit. It's yeah, a so shit he, opening. Sorry. So yeah, he he's he mentions we call it families call it the Queen's Gambit. Even though I run the family. It's my wife who's queen. Does anybody else have any questions for our new friends here? Not at the top of my head. We've got some more things to chase now that we've been here. Yeah. For- All right. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Hope some of what I was able to tell you could help. To find out where to... Guess, guess you know now, I guess... I don't need you to know, tell me where the body, where that one guy is now, my, one of our family members, the one that got killed, because we all know now. But if we find Carlos, we'll let you know. But if you find Carlos, certainly let me know. Would it be possible for us to get a, like a card or something to get back in? As he, in his jacket pocket, he goes to pull out a card and he flicks it over to you. Dope. I'm going to take the card to the Mafia stronghold. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, it's a one-time use. I suggest oh. you use it when you're ready to bring something to me. Fair enough. If we're all done here, as he stands up, goes, I believe I have a couple of things I need to take care of after waiting two days for y'all to show up. So... I must be leaving, and I'm going to have to ask you all to leave as well. Hopefully our next meeting doesn't take as long, and I'll wink at him. Flirtatious uh, much? <laughs> hey, you don't know. Maybe he kind of like... He... Yeah. So, after that, they usher you out, and by the time you get out of the building, it is nighttime. Okay. So now, you're standing outside in Chinatown... In the evening. Um, right. Let's take a quick break. Because I just ordered some snacks and they just got here. Um, I did too. And, yep. And we'll regroup at 9.05. Or 10.05 Eastern, 9.05 Central, 8.05, 7.05 Western. Pacific. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Sweet. Be right back. Cool. 
Thank you.